Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Guidance of Grace. I am sitting here with Micah, our student intern for this past semester, spring semester. He was our intern. Um, Say hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And one of his tasks for this past semester was um, to be on a podcast and talk about something he's very knowledgeable in. And we're going to talk to you guys today about the benefits of swimming. And he's come up with, how many did you get? Five or six? Uh, Six. Yeah, six benefits of swimming. And we're talking not just from like the viewpoint of us as adults, but the benefits that you can get by starting early on at the child level. So you work with kids... And swimming lessons, or have you in the past? Yeah, I uh, originally started out as a swim instructor for kind of refining uh, skills for for competitive swimmers. And I branched off into doing just group lessons, fundamentals of swimming, developing motor skills in the water. And I eventually became a swim coach. So I've kind of been in various different walks of the swim career, I guess, the uh-huh. competitive, the non-competitive, all life in yeah, that Yeah, so you've seen it from different angles. I've helped a couple adults, too, so I've seen a yeah. co- some people who, who are like 40 and they, they can't swim as well, but they want to get into it because of an injury or something, so mm-hmm. I've, I've seen very uh, a wide range of uh, individuals in the water and how yeah. they benefit from it. Well, and what you just said is actually a really good point because a lot of the times people get those injuries and then they become limited. And okay. it's good to always have swimming in your back pocket because oftentimes with PT or just like us trainers will be like, you know, maybe you should try to find somewhere where you have a pool and that would be less impact. You know, people end up with knee problems, hip pain, whatever, oh, yeah. back pain. That can really help. And that's kind of foreshadowing one of our benefits here. So we won't go oh, into yeah. that too far. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's definitely something good. And so I thought it was a really cool topic to talk about. And you actually came up with it. I was like, Micah, what do you, what do you want to talk about? What do you feel like you know? <laughs> and you're definitely well-versed, as you were saying, in this area. So, so let's start off with number one. You were talking about kind of refining your motor skills. Yep. Refining your motor skills, early exposure to any like ambidextrous motor skill or movement really helps develop everybody's, you know, uh, ability just in general, your motor skills. You're not as clumsy, you're, you're more refined, you're able to play sports better, you're, you're just well versed in how you move. You're mm-hmm. not doing awkward movements and everything. And it's, it's especially beneficial to the the early childhood, because it doesn't just benefit their motor movements, but also their cognitive abilities. And that's uh, the next topic, but I'll I'll stick with the ambidextrous movements. They, I've noticed as I've grown that other sports come naturally, like, Mm -hmm. or, or I'm better acquainted at certain motor skills than other kids. I could go in and play a game of dodgeball and be better than somebody who's been playing dodgeball for four or five years, and Mm -hmm. it could be my first game. That's a terrible example, but somebody who says... But, I mean, it's it's valid. It might not yeah. be that extreme, but it's still... You you have that body awareness because, you guys, if you think about it, like, 
there's so much going on. It's not just like kicking your arms and moving your, or kicking your legs <laughs> and moving <laughs> your arms, but there's a lot of other things to think about. Like you only have so long of a pool, you got to eventually turn around. Oh yeah, exactly. That turnaround, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago or something. The turnaround is awesome. It's, I it's love it. such a complicated movement, <laughs> but once you get it down, it's so satisfying and it's yeah. so much fun. I, as a competitive swimmer in my past, I... I never really thought of how cool it is in the water to do a flip turn or do an open turn even mm -hmm. until I have my friends who are non-swimmers watch me swim and they're like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Like, right, how do you do that's that? That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, it is beautiful. I, as, I'm not a, a phenomenal swimmer. I never really was a phenomenal swimmer. I was just kind of a little bit average, above average. But even mm -hmm. then, the kids who never really swam or never got into that, average swimming is amazing to them. And yeah. just swimming in general is one of those hard things to get into that it, it benefits you your whole way through mm -hmm. life. Yeah, I've actually known a couple of my clients or just people I've worked with in the past in general who as soon as they start getting into swimming, they find that that helps them not just like with the coordination, which is super important important part of it but like their stamina with everything they're stronger that can benefit your lifting guys like if you're just in the gym pumping iron like doing swimming is also a way to get fun cardio oh yeah it's a little bit more work when you get wet and you have to change but at the same time you know that's just an excuse that we yeah. all have i use that excuse often and i really should just get in the pool and gain confidence in the pool right like oh yeah that's definitely, there's something to be said for that. Like, I I can stay afloat and I can kind of swim laps, but can't turn. Eventually, I end up drinking half the pool anyway. So I do need to get better. And I think that that's something that can be so, so beneficial in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah. I, I find it funny you mention guys in the weight room. Some of the guys that I've worked out with, they go and they swim directly after a mm -hmm. big, heavy load. Even wrestlers, they'll do that because... The swimming allows them to overload their muscles even more in a way that's cardio. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not like running where they're just sitting there on the treadmill for a half an hour. They can get in the pool, overload their muscles a little bit more than what they just did in the gym and push themselves to a new limit. Mm -hmm. It's a great way for um, wrestlers, basketball players, football players to cross train as well. It builds mm -hmm. their endurance, but not just their endurance, their sh not just their cardio endurance, but their... Uh, their muscular endurance as well because yeah. it is a full body and it is, it's kind of like a resistance training as well. Oh because, yeah, that water weighs something. Oh, you're yeah. moving it to yeah. go through it. It's it's difficult to, especially uh, certain strokes like the butterfly and the breaststroke. Those are, are more power strokes than freestyle and and backstroke. But mm -hmm. any way you swim is going to overload those muscles and, yeah. and develop some form of resistance training for yourself. Not only does swimming kind of benefit the fine motor skills like writing and, and reading, but it also helps you develop like language and mathematics in yeah, your brain because that you're challenging your brain to develop some sort of motor skill that you oh you might be a right-handed person, but if you're challenging your body to train with the left hand just as much, you're challenging your brain to be more developed, more refining those skills, and that also helps develop your cognitive abilities like reading, writing, um, your language skills, and your mathematics skills. I remember my high school swim career, pretty much everyone on the swim team was getting scholar-athlete. Mm. There was probably maybe one or two people that didn't get scholar-athlete, but the majority of the swim team was getting that, and I think 
it, a lot of it could be, well, one, swimmers are nerds. <laughs> and I, think, and I always wondered, because back in high school, they were all really smart, but I was like, are you guys just really smart, or what? I think, I think that goes with kind just both. play and exercise and, and sports in general help with a lot of cognitive mm-hmm. functions as is. That's right. And swimming is one of the best when it comes to working ambidextrously. You, you know, uh, I think we were just talking about it before we started this, was... Alzheimer's patients, they'll start brushing their teeth with their left hand rather than their right because it challenges their brain to help develop and help kind of reverse a little bit of that Alzheimer's process. And I think that also is true with swimming is not the Alzheimer's, but uh, Mm -hmm. the development. It helps challenge their brain to better itself and just develop Mm -hmm. more refined skills. Your other one was fun and healthy. Duh. Yeah. (laughs) It is fun. I mean, it might be a little bit of a daunting task if you're not used to that routine or, you know, making sure that you have everything that you need, you know, goggles, whatever, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like, it is fun. It's different. And a lot of the times getting out of your comfort zone can help you keep moving forward and and progress with achieving what you want to Oh, yeah, exactly. It's great for kids, too, because kids might... They don't look at swimming as something that's like work. You might say, oh, hey, son, go do your chores. And that might be like taking out the trash. Or if you live out in the country, that could be like chopping wood for a wood-burning stove or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's work to them. They don't want to do that. Swimming is fun. You can get your kid into swim lessons or swim team in a summer league or even a winter league or spring league. And it's fun. They have a social life. And it doesn't feel like work to them. It feels like play. But they are exercising. They are getting some form of resistance training and cardio in. And it's helping them develop not just cognitively, but uh, muscularly as well. Mm -hmm. And it develops them into a healthier person overall. And that's not just true with kids, but that's true with adults as well. It's it's great for adults to get in. It's a great form Mm -hmm. of cardio. And if you're not used to swimming, it's even better because... You're not used to that, so your body has to adjust. It has to adapt to that environment. Right, and that's how you end up reaching your goals. You also you have to create adaptations, and if you're not challenging yourself in different ways, you're not going to have that. Therefore, it's going to be a slower road to ultimately reaching those progress goals that you want. Um, one of the other, the next one you had was low impact. So yes. if you're doing a lot of things that are high impact, which I mean, lifting weights, especially if you lift heavy every now and then that's going to be impact on your your joints your bones all that stuff aside from running which is like the number one obvious one but just being active on land there's impact there's something there but the water's holding you up oh yeah exactly yeah. i mentioned earlier that uh wrestlers use some of the wrestlers i knew in high school they used it as a cross training program because wrestling is a very high impact sport you're clashing in with each other same with football you're clashing into people but Mm -hmm. in wrestling you're doing a lot more weightlifting and training and cutting and swimming was a great way for them to cut and lose the calories they needed and to sweat and Mm. also to develop that kind of muscular endurance to last long in a match and Mm -hmm. kind of out outlast their opponent Mm -hmm. and then football they're it's low impact so their joints don't take as much damage as they would in a game and it's great for people who are of uh the older population who might not move as as easily as some of the younger people like myself and and the athletes Mm -hmm. swimming is great for them to get back into shape because it allows them that 
that opportunity to take some of the weight off of their joints mm -hmm. to where they can move in directions and ways that they might not normally be mm -hmm. able to. We always had, uh, I lifeguarded at a YMCA and we always had arthritis class that came in the morning. Yeah. And these people, you could see them on land and they wouldn't be able to move in certain ways, but as soon as they got in the water and they started doing the arthritis class and the aqua aerobics, it was fantastic to see them being able to do all these squats and, and all these different right, movements yeah. in the water that they normally couldn't do. And it helped them function afterwards too. It, it was surprising to me that I, I could sit there lifeguarding and I could watch them walk in and they'd be struggling to walk. Some of them would be. And uh, then afterwards they'd have an easier time getting out. Mm -hmm. It Moving it and getting out there is the most important thing for that population because if you don't move it, you lose it. Yeah, it's true. It sure is true. You know, and I one of the things you thought about was, or when you were talking, I thought about, it's also low impact and it's nice because when you're pregnant. Oh, yes. We, I think, mentioned it in a podcast many, many weeks ago um, about how it kind of just holds you. Mm -hmm. And so having that extra support, I think for a pregnant woman, although I have been pregnant, Micah, have you been pregnant? No. no. I'd be concerned if I was. Yeah, I might be too, but, you know, <laughs> no judgment. Judgment-free zone here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's definitely something that could benefit pregnant women as well. Oh, yeah. For sure. I, I've seen plenty of people of all walks of life go into the pool and use it as a way of exercise. And, and mm. one of the classes I even ran at the Y when I worked there was a, a kind of a cross-training aqua aerobic program with uh, baseball players. They came in and they did kind of prehab work with shoulders and leg mm. work in the water as aqua aerobics. It was less swim oriented, but more aqua aerobics where they used those resistance uh, barbells or dumbbells. For yeah, the those water. little, little yeah, foam they're, ones. They're foam. You think, mm -hmm. oh, they're real light. I can lift it and it's easy. <laughs> you try moving it through a whole pool of you water. You put it in the water and that <laughs> resistance, it, yeah. it'll push you around. Mm -hmm. But uh, a and lot of kinda, the, Yeah, I was going to say that works on like... In a, in a different way than a weight would, than a band would. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, negative work. You think about, uh, oh, you do a bicep curl, but then you just let your arm fall down. If you're doing that bicep curl and you have to force your arm to stay up or you have to pull that arm back down with your bicep, it's a lot of negative work mm -hmm. in the water. It, yeah. it develops a lot of muscular resistance when you do aqua aerobics. Mm -hmm. Both directions. Both directions, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And that kind of goes into joint and movement skills. What were you thinking along those lines? That was the fifth a lot of uh, A lot of injured uh, patients and, and just in general people who have surgeries or injuries, they might not be able to go back in the water. And this is this kind of ties in with the low impact as well. Mm -hmm. is some people who might not be able to touch their toes can't obviously touch the toes and it might be because of a back injury or a knee injury if they get in the water and exercise and stretch out it's a great therapeutic option for them where mm -hmm. you might have a hot tub or a therapy pool that's what i club. was going to say yeah and it, it allows them for those muscles around those those uh, injuries to relax so they can get further into the stretch they can mm -hmm. do that kind of uh, therapy that they they wouldn't be able to do on land it's almost like a kind of like a modified yoga almost mm -hmm. for them where they yeah I I, see that. i've seen plenty of people go in there and they they're like one gentleman he talked to me very regularly in the morning shift and he always told me he's like yeah i have a, a lumbar lumbar spine is fused together in two spots mm -hmm. and he could not bend over 
to touch his toes. He could barely touch his knees. Mm. But if he was in the water, he was able to bring his knees up and then he'd be able to sit there and float and touch his feet while sitting kind of in the water. And it was real oh, weird cool. to see that. Yeah. And it was, it was funny because he, he'd get out of the water and he'd walk perfectly fine. But if you asked him to bend over and grab something, mm-hmm. he couldn't do it. It was strange to Water's see that. magical. It, 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 <laughs> sometimes it is. Yeah, yeah, in that particular case. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. The last one is pretty obvious as well, but yeah. it's a good thing to state for sure. Swimming's a great calorie burner. Bingo. It is great for losing weight, especially if you don't like doing prolonged periods of cardio. Because... Mm-hmm. A lot of people will get up in the gym and they'll sit on an elliptical, a Stairmaster, and a treadmill for 30, 40 minutes at a time, and they feel like they've only burned maybe 100 to 200 calories or something mm-hmm. like that. Swimming is great because it's a full body workout. And right. because it's in the water, it's you a form of resistance. resistance. Yes. So you're working everything, not just your legs, not just your core, you're working your arms, your shoulders, your your chest, your core, your legs. Yeah. Everything is in is it has to work. Mm-hmm. And the more muscular or the, the more muscles involved in a movement, mm-hmm. the more calories it mm-hmm. burns. And I was just about to say that. Yeah. Swimming is one of those exercises where right. all of your muscles are engaged. Right. More than an elliptical, guys, just because your arms and legs are moving, it doesn't mean that, like, you're really exerting true amounts of energy, you know? That elliptical is going to kind of help propel you for a little bit. Like, if you just jumped off, that thing's still going to be moving. Yeah. If you stop moving in the water, <laughs> you're just going to start floating. Something, <laughs> something you can do, too... Uh, we often did this in swim team was we paired high intensity interval training with swimming mm. because it is that kind of resistance training where you can pair doing the cardio and the resistance in one in a high intensity interval training where you could go in and swim that hit program in the water for maybe 30, 40 minutes and get so much more out of it mm-hmm. than say running on a treadmill for an hour. It's so much better than just standing on a treadmill. And walking. I feel super motivated to start. I'm not kidding you. I feel like I need to just go to the Y, which is right near me. They have a pool, and I even know somebody who can teach me how to not suck all the water out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, these are some pretty basic, but just it's easy to forget this stuff. Oh, yeah. And some of it I didn't really think all the way through, like the cognitive functions and the, and the motor skills. Like, of course, developing those at a younger age and getting your child involved early rather than later also reduces their fear of you know drowning like they feel more confident in that they have more body awareness so there's definitely benefits early on like you were saying but also as an adult you know that's definitely something to keep working on i think we get settled in you know what we're comfortable in and trying new things uh, are definitely you never want to put them on the back burner yeah Especially, it's great news for for new parents to kind of understand that swimming and and putting your kid into swim lessons at an early age is going to benefit them, not just in the water, but everywhere else in life. Yeah. It's it's something that just helps with their development. It, like you said, it builds their confidence. It builds that cognitive ability from a very early age. And there are those mommy and me classes everywhere around Mm -hmm. the city and and surrounding cities. You can find them. And they're great classes. Some people think, oh, it's just play in the water. But remember what exercise is for kids. Right. It's play. It's play. And hopefully we can start working that in 
as adults too and swimming is definitely a way to do that thanks for joining me micah thank you for having me yes well thank you so much for listening i'm grace and micah and we will see you guys next week